Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Julie Bauke. How are you doing, Julie? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I'm in lovely Scottsdale, Arizona. Ooh, you have my jealousy. (laughs) (laughs) It's lovely as always. Wonderful, wonderful. It's a pleasure having you here today. Thank you. Julie Bauke uh, informs and inspires professionals to live their best career lives. Her direct, engaging, and practical advice will get you moving toward the career that will keep you skipping to the shower. I love the expression, and I think your mission to get uh, career happy is remarkable and very inspiring, so I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today, Julie. Thank you. Absolutely. So shall we get to it? Sure. Okay, here we go. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Our ideal client is someone who um, knows that managing their career is up to them, that nobody's responsible for that but themselves, and and they're willing to invest the time and resources to figure out what their next best step is. People that are our clients, they know that they don't necessarily just have one go around from a career standpoint but that as they evolve as a human, their career needs to evolve as well. And so they understand that and are willing to do the work, invest the time and resources to get more out of their careers and by extension, more out of their lives. Wonderful. I love that you included the lives. It's such an important part. You can't, you know, especially post-COVID, you can't separate the two because we're doing everything in a lot of cases under one roof. Wonderful. No, that's true. So, and what are common mistakes they make when trying to solve that kind of problem? You know, the, the, the biggest mistake is people think they know how to, they either think they know how to do it or they just kind of fumble through it. So I wrote a book called Stop Peeing on Your Shoes, Avoiding the Seven Mistakes That Script Your Job Search. And we talk in there, I talk in there about the process and it's think, plan, execute. And the vast majority of people who are looking to change jobs or careers, they just start executing without a plan or a destination in mind. And then they get out there and they're talking to all these people, networking like they're told to, and it's not going anywhere. And they're wondering why. I mean, I talked to a guy one time. He's like, I've networked with 100 people. And I said, well, great. What are you looking to do? And he couldn't answer it. Like, well... If you're not net, if you're not networking inside of a plan, then you're wasting everybody's time, including yours. And so I would say the biggest mistake is jumping into it, starting without a destination in mind or a plan to get there. Just sort of a, I'm just going to go talk to people and hopefully the career fairy will come and fix it all for me. And it just doesn't work that way. So it's easy to remember, think, plan and execute. Uh, right. Plan. Wonderful. So before I ask Julie, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. 
Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Julie, what is one valuable free action that our audience uh, can implement that will help with that issue? The most important thing someone can do is increase their self-awareness. What are you good at? What are you great at? What are you maybe just okay at? And what are you not good at? What is it that you want to do more of and less of? In other words, ask yourself those questions because that helps you focus on what you want next. So a, a, a look into your past is the best way to figure out what your future should look like. Clues are everywhere in every job you've ever held, in every activity you've ever participated in, even outside of work. You gravitate toward the same things. You're good at the same things. And so taking that look back and saying, okay, what is my past? What has my history taught me? Where have I been most successful? How have I been most successful? What do people come to me for? What do people not come to me for? In other words, take that, don't take where you are today. And before you look to move forward, look backward and say, what's worked for me and what hasn't? What do I want more of, less of, never again? And those are easy questions, but they're so insightful if you are willing to put a put a stake in the ground and say, you know what, if you want somebody to do these things, I'm your person. If you want somebody to do these things, you need to ask somebody else. So that professional maturity, where you look back and say, what have I learned? And this is even if you're 25. I mean, you can look back, not only since you entered the job workforce, but your teenage years, your college years, your volunteer experiences, the older you are, the more history you have to pull from. And so that's, that's the, those are the nuggets and you have them inside of you. Don't say, well, I'm going to go online and take this assessment, which is perfectly fine, but don't think you're ever going to take an assessment that's going to give you the one right answer. Know that you are a product of everything you've done to this date and reflecting and looking back is part of that thinking and planning part that will help with your execution. So the next time when you wake up, just take a deep and hard look into the mirror, become self-aware of your past, be honest to yourself and recognize the patterns of your life so you can uh, make better decisions. Am I correct? Yeah, you know, and it is hard to do, which is why we exist. Right. It's hard to do it for yourself. I mean, yeah. right? I mean, I, you know, sometimes I struggle with doing it for myself, um, but it's because we're so, you know, we're so in our heads. And the problem is our heads are kind of scary because for most people, we are capable of much more than we think we are. So we've got kind of this, like, I can't do that. Nobody will hire me to do that. I'm too old. I had a 33-year-old tell me he was too old to change careers. I said, dude, you are not. My gosh. I would tell a 63-year-old you can change depending on what you're changing to. So yeah, that self-awareness and being, I mean, being really honest with yourself and saying, yeah, I kind of screwed that up. I don't want to do that again. Wonderful. So there are the golden nuggets already there. So thank you for sharing. And what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that issue, maybe also in a broader sense? LinkedIn, I think is um, incredibly valuable. If you think about, and you can just have a free account. And you can go on there and research jobs, research companies, research job titles, connect with people, learn. And they've got so many great online learning tools that help you figure out what might be best for you that really, you know, sharpen your skills in terms of figuring things out. If you think about LinkedIn, okay, so back in the day, um, 
it, it was in order for you to look for a job, you had to send your resume out everywhere. I was such work. Think about LinkedIn now though. You, everybody on LinkedIn is in play at all times. It's like, think about it. It's like your little thumbnail sketch of who you are to the world. And so you need to have a fully formed, robust LinkedIn profile. And if you have that, then you are always in the job market because especially now with the talent shortage, recruiters, hiring managers, um, anybody who's looking for talent is in there utilizing LinkedIn and doing searches for maybe somebody just like you. But you can't be found if you don't get really clear on the think plan part, who am I, what do I want to do next? Then your LinkedIn profile and your resume needs to needs to um, reflect all that that you've done. And so a half done or hastily prepared LinkedIn profile, unfortunately, says a lot about you. It says you're not very serious about your career. So it doesn't take much to really make sure. LinkedIn actually guides you you're through the process of filling it out. So if you if you're not in play on LinkedIn, especially the older you are where people tend to make assumptions about your tech you know, your technical skills, if you are if you're telling if you're not on LinkedIn and you're of a certain age or you are on there kind of half on there, it says you're really not paying attention. So a robust LinkedIn profile again is a and all the resources on LinkedIn is a great way and a free way for you to put yourself in play in ways that meet your career goals, in ways that align with your career goals. Very, very good advice. So um, I'm curious, so do you have uh, resources or something that helps them um, more specifically with uh, part of your services uh, to help them? Yeah, so... Yeah, at thebalkygroup.com, we're adding a bunch of stuff because I'm doing a lot of media. So we're adding a lot of stuff to the website. So we're not quite there yet. But we do a monthly newsletter that says, you know, here's all the things you need to think about. Have you thought about this? And I do a lot of radio and TV. So there's a lot of links to that that we're putting on right now. Um, but yeah, we do. We provide a free monthly resource um, and as well as free webinars. We're in the process, again, of cataloging those on the site. But I do a webinar. In fact, this month's was Interview Like a Boss. Um, and, um, you know, I, I'm an expert on both sides of the desk, hiring and looking for a job. So I try to blend all of that. So, yeah, our website, thebalkygroup.com. You can easily follow us. Um, follow me on The Balky Group on Facebook, Instagram, um, all the usual places. Of course, yeah. And we put all the links in the show description so far. Okay, good. Easily check, check you out, of course. And uh, I, I had an, uh, a feeling that because you're a treasure chest, so, you know, kind of like you have a lot of resources to offer. So I just wanted to make sure that our audience. Yes, well, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. You got it. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? One of the things that I wish everybody would do is get a notebook. I mean, a dollar, $2 notebook and track things like if you have a really bad day at work and you come home and you just want to lay on the couch and you, you know, are, are just miserable, get out a piece of paper or find a place on your computer to track or on your phone anywhere to track what made it a bad day. What made it a bad day? Who did you have to work with? 
what did you get, you know, what did you not get to do or have to do um, where you, you know, that made it a bad day? The other side of that coin is when you have a really good day, same thing, track it. Um, I gave this advice to a kid who's like six months out of college and he's man, he's taken it to heart and he is just like, you know, here's what I like, here's what I don't like. And what you're going to see if you literally write down your good days and bad days, the people you like working with, the people you don't like working with, when did you feel really powerful? Get a notebook, write it down. I promise you, you will see patterns and you will begin to understand yourself. So if you haven't yet been doing this, it's not too late. I didn't learn how to do this stuff until I was in my 40s. So, you know, it really is, it really is one of those things where it's never too late. And so become the really get in the driver's seat of your career and get really clear on who you are, what you want, when you want it, what's your runway. You know, 25-year-old and a 55-year-old have a different amount of runway. But remember this, you evolve, of course. The, the things you did 10 or 15, 20 years ago, maybe even five years ago, you wouldn't want to do them today. And the stuff you're going to be doing in five to 10 years from now, those jobs may not even exist yet. You don't even know about them yet. And so being flexible and agile and knowing just because you were an accounting major in college doesn't mean that you're destined to be an accountant your whole life. We, we, you know, we twist and we turn and we're flexible and we're agile. And we, the idea is to align your career with who you are as a human, instead of trying to fit yourself into, well, you know, I was an accounting major, so I have to be an accountant. I can't do anything but accounting. Untrue. You know, those choices we make sometimes when we're 18, 19, 20, 21 are not great ones. And they might be good ones for us then, but they're not necessarily good ones for us moving forward. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. So I see the threat already there. So there's, you know, the self-awareness to making that plan and execute and uh, recognizing patterns and be agile to adjust and really have that notebook on your side. Uh, so what, what, you know, it just rounds everything up. So uh, to be yeah, successful. And I always tell people too, don't be hard on yourself because no one taught us how to do this. Think about it. High school, college, your employer, your parents, no one teaches us how to manage our careers. And so as you stumble through it and figure it out, don't be so hard on yourself because nobody knows how to do this. The best thing you can do is learn it now, though. You, it will pay dividends in lots of different ways. Well, I'm happy they're having you <laughs> and our audience <laughs> can, can, can check you out. So this brings me to my final question uh, for today, Julie. So when was the, it's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Uh, my youngest son's wedding in May. Um, his dad died five years ago and, um, they were very, very close and it was, um, it was, it was a wonderful weekend and we felt, he felt his dad's presence and we were just surrounded by wonderful people who loved him. And, um, you know, I, I, I swear, I remember trying to get him to give up his diapers at, like it was yesterday. And now he's, you know, six, three and with a beard and I'm walking him down the aisle, um, so it was, I wish, I wish I could relive it a thousand times. What a memory. Thank you for sharing this wonderful moment, having the, the shivers right now. And, uh, you know, they always stay with us. It's my experience. So yeah, thank you. Thank you, Julie, for sharing this wonderful moment. 
Thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.